On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and your number one source for daily Blues content. A little bit of a frustrating episode if you're reading the title here on YouTube. It says the NHL salary cap is a joke. Um, and I'm just a little a little annoyed with the, the Blues cap situation and them being unable to field the full roster. So I'm going to be talking about that, you know, dealing with COVID and all that, heading into two of the biggest games of the season for the St. Louis Blues against the Florida Panthers. Uh, but before I get into that, I want to thank anyone and everyone out there who is making us your first listen. I'd like to make these short bite-sized episode 20-minute-ish range that way it's perfect for your morning cup of coffee commute to work or school whatever it may be so thanks to everyone out there who is doing that um but without further ado we got some big games coming up between the st louis blues and florida panthers i believe it is saturday night and monday night um but i could be wrong there the blues are unable to call up a goaltender in time for last night's game due to the salary cap situation they forced to have an emergency backup goalie um, as their backup uh, for an entire game. Obviously, you know, thank goodness it didn't result, didn't lead to the Blues uh, having to uh, use him at all. Um, but just the fact they were even in that situation in the first place is frustrating, um, as well as the fact that we haven't dressed 12 forwards on our roster in four games now, I want to say maybe more um, blues are being forced to run with, you know, whatever hodgepodge roster they can throw together with guys going down with COVID. And the, the issue is, again, I talked about this on yesterday's episode. Um, so I'm trying not to repeat myself too much, but the issue is when a player goes down with COVID, um, even though the protocol is a guaranteed 10 days, if you're symptomatic. So even though there is a set timeline, uh, the NHL doesn't offer any salary cap relief whatsoever for the players that you lose, uh, from COVID, which puts teams like the Blues who are right up against the cap in a very tricky situation where you literally can't call anyone up. You have 21 guys or however many guys on your roster. Uh, one goes down with COVID, still counts towards the cap, but you can't play them. You know, it's not like long-term injured reserve where you get cap relief, you can call a guy up. It's it's You're just kind of forced to act as if that salary was still uh, playing for you, still on the roster, and it's, it's frustrating. Um, I tweeted out something yesterday that got surprisingly a little more backlash than I expected. Um, I tweeted out that it's kind of ironic that the Blues are being forced to use an emergency backup goalie due to cap uh, against a team that was $20 million over the cap last season in the Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously, that wasn't me trying to say, oh, the illegitimate cup, they didn't deserve to win, whatever. It's more so just a a statement to point out that the NHL salary cap clearly has some room um, to be to be fixed up a little bit, you know, not to say that the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, are cheaters or anything like that, because let's be honest, if the St. Louis Blues found a way to circumvent the cap and get an extra guy on the roster for playoff time, I, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be complaining. You know, they they unfortunately the Tampa Bay Lightning found a loophole and they took advantage of it. it. It speaks more to the league than it does them. I feel like I shouldn't have to clarify that, but. That again. The point being was it's it's a little silly how on one hand you can have a team do that. You know, there's a loophole in the salary cap where you can have you know twenty million dollars over because you brought a guy on the roster uh, come playoff time 
But at the same time, you literally cannot feel, if you're the St. Louis Blues, you cannot put together a complete NHL roster due to COVID. I, I, it's, it's, it's a real big flaw, in my opinion, when um, the salary can be taken advantage of like that, um, which, you know, fair play to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they, they found a, they found the rule. They exposed it. I'm not again not trying to call them cheaters, but there's that's an issue with the salary cap right there. And then not only do we not see a, a change in that, we also see another glaring issue in the salary cap where you know obviously the NHL knew that players would be getting COVID this season. That's not no secret. Um, and they also knew that you know players would be missing time due to COVID. The fact that there's no like one year loophole or one year you know little asterisk if you lose a player to COVID you get this much money back. No no preparations for that. Um, you know we haven't really seen it affect the rest of the league a whole lot yet. But then again we have been seeing teams like the Islanders get games postponed. Um, and I don't I don't know what it would take for the Blues to get games postponed at this point. Um, if Billy Huso gets COVID as well or something like that, where the blues literally cannot field a worthy NHL team. Like if they do not have a goalie, maybe that's what it would take. But at this point, it really feels like the blues are being dealt a tough hand, especially considering the fact that they are uh, scheduled to play six games in their next 11 days um, against some pretty tough opponents. It's, it's going to, it's going to only get harder for them. Uh, even if guys come back from COVID, you know, the, it takes him a little bit of time to get back up to full speed. We've seen it. Ryan O'Reilly still really hasn't gotten up to full speed since his bout with COVID. He's still sort of looking a little sluggish out there. Um, so see that impact other guys on the roster be a huge detriment for the St. Louis Blues. Obviously, also just a huge detriment to the, their careers. Um, it's just frustrating to sort of have to fly this quickly, you know, and and, and just basically with the cards you dealt if the St. Louis Blues and that being playing 10 forwards a few weeks ago or one goalie last night it's just it it seems like what's it going to take for the league to step in and give a little bit of relief because we've we've reached the point of we're getting a little bit past just oh you know typical typical season injury woes and now it's no you you got a guy that was um, in a beer league down the street suiting up for the St. Louis Blues last night like that's something that shouldn't occur as easily as it did last night. It, I don't know. I could go on and on for a while about that, but we do need to talk about the Blues matchup against the Florida Panthers, and there is a little bit of a positive, maybe, um, that has come with the, the lack of forwards, and that is a lot of guys have gotten some increased ice time, and a lot of guys have taken advantage of that increased ice time. So I'm going to be talking about some of the healthy forwards and what I think that they can bring to the St. Louis Blues against the Florida Panthers in segment two. But first, I want to tell you guys about a brand new sponsor, and that is Boost mobile now you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge and you switch to boost mobile for the power of saving money because with boost you get the power of a free 5g phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes of the lockdown blues podcast plus the power of three unlimited data lines for only 30 bucks per line so your family can harness all that brain power too and the power of one of america's largest 5g networks so you can do it all at the speed of 5g with all that money you'll save and all the knowledge you'll gain just how powerful will you become switch to boost mobile and find out Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G smartphone when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Just a disclaimer, the free phone is limited to new customers and only one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offer coverage not available everywhere for phones or networks, so see BoostMobile.com for details. Now, looking at the forwards that the Blues have, and uh, 
looking at some of the, uh, that increased ice time, some of the some of the lower key forwards might might be uh, on pace to score a few more goals than you were expecting. So if you want to bet the over on Pavel Butnevich's goal scoring or anything like that, you got to check out BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered for all season. Covered has you covered all season for more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues to march to the playoffs, BetOnline remains your number one sport for all. Number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus along with your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. <clears throat> all right, so just a few days ago, November 24th, I believe, the St. Louis Blues had a fully healthy, complete roster. Um, it was a temporary uh, luxury for the St. Louis Blues. They were able to field a full, complete roster. Everyone was healthy. No one had COVID. No one was injured. And then ever since then, I think November 26th is when the first COVID incident happened of this second batch. Ever since then, the Blues have been really struggling in terms of their roster health. Um, yeah, JTEP says it seems like a lifetime ago. Absolutely. Um, it feels like we've been dealing with this uh, uh, half-ass roster uh, for a while now, just sort of seeing, you know, 10 forwards, 11 forwards, 8 defensemen, 7 defensemen, whatever. It's been frustrating. Um, but the one flip side is that, and uh, shout out to Jeremy Rutherford for releasing a really cool athletic article. He talked about um, some of the forwards uh, that are still healthy remaining on the roster um, and the increased ice time that they've received. And I think we've noticed that. I think Tommy and I have been talking about two guys that have looked really, really good in the past few games, especially since uh, the the roster has been dealing with all these health troubles, is Pavel Buchnevich and Ivan Barbashev. And looking at uh, this health this helpful chart put out by Jeremy Rutherford on The Athletic, he basically confirmed that and says the two of the three guys that have received the biggest increase of ice time are Pavel Buchnevich and Ivan Barbashev. Um, the exact numbers, before November 26th, Pavel Buchnevich was averaging 16 minutes and 59 seconds of ice time. In the last four games since um, the rosters have been shaken up, Pavel Buchnevich is averaging almost 20 minutes of ice time, 19 minutes and 50 seconds to be exact. Uh, he played over 22 minutes um, in the game against Tampa. So a huge increase in ice time for him, and is doing wonders. He has been probably their best forward. Um, uh, consistently throughout these past few games. And then Ivan Barbashev, a guy that has really been under the radar, huge for the St. Louis Blues this season, has eight goals, I believe, puts him up there in the team near the team lead um, in scoring. Uh, also already over halfway to his career high in goal scoring. Uh, he was playing 15 minutes and 57 seconds uh, average ice time per game before all the injuries and COVID. And now Ivan Barbashev is playing 18 minutes and 23 seconds near the top of ice time for forwards for the St. Louis Blues. Um, he's really come into his own this season. Uh, I don't know if it's a result of sort of that Russian connection with Buchnevich and Tarasenko really, you know, embracing um, their fellow countrymen joining the team or just sort of uh, the last thing he kind of added to his game. Barbashev has always been a really valuable player for the Blues. He's really done all the little things well. Um whether it's defense, you know, just making plays, being physical. But now all of a sudden it feels like that offense is coming together for him as well. It's sort of the last piece of the puzzle. And I don't even know if I ever really expected it out of him. I think we saw Ivan Barbashev in that bottom six, middle six role. And said that's perfect. You know, Ivan Barbashev is the perfect middle six guy uh, before this season. Now this season, he's looking like he could definitely make a legitimate push to be a top six guy. 
uh, for the St. Louis Blues because not only is he doing all the little things right, not only is he you know making life hell for the oppos- for opposing teams, um, just forcing turnovers, creating plays left and right. He's scoring goals and he's getting assists as well. He's really turned himself into a very complete player. Does all the little things really well. Um, and really seems to thrive in these situations where he needs to step up. Uh, you talk about the next man up mentality with the Blues a lot. Obviously, that's something that's huge right now with all the injuries and stuff. Um, and I don't think anyone has really embraced that more um, than Ivan Barbashev. JTAP mentions Brandon Saad in the chat. Brandon Saad has uh, agreed been phenomenal for the Blues this season. Uh, he's really turned our power play into something that is to something to be afraid of. Um, really just definition of right place, right time kind of guy. We saw that in his goal last night, I believe he scored last night. Um, I lose track, played Tampa so much. Um, that pass from Robert Thomas, just right out front, right on his stick. Um, perfect place. You know, it, It's such a luxury to have a guy like that on your power play and on your team in general just because he makes his linemates look so much better. He finishes opportunities so well. His shooting percentage, I haven't checked it lately, but he was shooting at like a 25% clip this season. He is so efficient You know, when he gets scoring chances more often than not. Uh, he's going to either score or come pretty dang close to scoring. He's been a super valuable player as well. Um, a guy that stepped up huge for this team uh, in the absence of the rest of the forwards. Ryan O'Reilly has seen a large increase in ice time as well. I think he's put it together defensively a little bit more. Um, and he also obviously came in clutch on that shootout with the huge goal. I think he's putting the pieces together a little bit. I still think he's a little slow due to COVID and all that. Um you know, can't really blame him too much. It, it's it's a huge struggle um, to come back from that, especially if he's got lingering effects. So I'm not surprised to see him sort of come back slowly. But I, I think by the end of the season, you know, once he continues to build momentum, he's going to once again establish himself as the most or, if, or one of the most valuable players on this team. Um, that being said, though, I do want to talk about the Panthers um, or more so the Blues and how I think that they can uh, rally and, and beat a team like the Panthers because the Panthers have been one of the hottest teams in the NHL. I want to pull up their record real quick uh, because I know that they're near the top. Um, I'm not sure how the standings have shaken out since the last time I checked, but let's see. Uh, Florida Panthers are in the top of the NHL, uh, tied with the Toronto Maple Leafs. They have 16 wins, four losses, and three overtime losses. Uh, outscoring opponents by a lot. They got a plus 25 goal differential. They've been a really, really good team. Um, and it's it's going to be tough for the Blues to beat them. You know, they've struggled on the road. Um, which is one thing, but you know, St. Louis Blues coming into Florida um, on s- tomorrow, uh, early afternoon game against a team that is, let's see, they are 13 and one at home. Yeah, 13 and one at home. Um, Going to be a huge, huge test. You know, you, you obviously want a series like that realistically. Um, not expecting them to go in and get two wins uh, as much as I would love that. You know, looking at that, you hope that they split four points. Um, but that being said, you really can't let the Panthers take control of the game tomorrow because they are so good at home. And if they really dominate the Blues tomorrow, then they're going to come into St. Louis on Tuesday with a whole lot of confidence. It's going to be a whole lot harder to win. So if you're the Blues, you got to kind of look at Saturday as almost leg one of a two-leg uh, gauntlet against one of the toughest teams in the NHL because you kind of got uh, got a bit of time to figure them out. You know, you got one you got against um, at home. You'd like to think by the time the second game rolls around, you know their play style, you know what they're going to do, um, and you'll be able to play better. But that being said, you really can't afford to take a lot of take any time because they're a team that um, is not going to give you 
uh, any sort of relief in terms of their attack. They are a very, very strong team. If Blues come out passive tomorrow, it's going to be a real tough time for them. But I, I think that they're going to hold their own. Uh, Billy Husos looked really, really good. I think he's going to rise to the occasion as well. I'm going to be talking about all that and more keys to the game. But first, I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Built Bar. This holiday season, you got to grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or sometimes even better than a candy bar, to be honest. And that is a Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. There are so many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Would you rather have a raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, or double chocolate? That's, that's a tough choice. Cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? I, I don't even know the answer right now off the top of my head. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel. You need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in the shopping lines, you're bored, you need a little snack. But we'll put Built Bar out of your pocket. Give you a little extra something to get going. Because it's the season of peace and love, don't bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties because people are so passionate about their favorite flavor. That can get ugly. You friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw a Built Bars in stock. So many flavors, they make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Why don't cozy up something one little secret that I tried? If you dip your Built Bar into a delicious cup of hot chocolate, oh my goodness, it makes it even better. It melts a little bit. It kind of turns into a, a warm, gooey dessert. It's so tasty. Um, so go to built.com and use promo code locked15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code locked15 for 15% off your order, and I'll be right back. <clears throat> All right. So, JTAP, you pointed something out in chat. You kind of read my mind of how I wanted to take this segment. Um, We've talked about the word trap game a lot uh, for the St. Louis Blues this season, and that's sort of a game where you come in and you you don't give the opponent the proper proper attention that they deserve. You sort of underestimate them a little bit, and it leads to um, you underperforming. Um, so that being said, you know if you're the Florida Panthers, hottest team in the league, uh, playing your best hockey that you've played in years, uh, dominating at every end of the ice, you, you see a team like the St. Louis Blues coming in for an early afternoon game on a Saturday, super depleted roster. 11 forwards, 7 defensemen, some no-name Billy Husso in net. Obviously not to us, but to them, they've probably never heard of him. Um, jokes, of course. Uh, could definitely be a trap game Florida, for the Florida Panthers. Um, you know, anytime you're playing a, an NHL team, you got to bring it. Your, you got to bring your all. We saw that against the Arizona Coyotes a couple weeks ago um, in that oh-so-fun loss when they had one win. Um, Blues could really take advantage of tomorrow uh, and say, you know what? You know, our roster is depleted. Um, no one's really projecting us to come out and dominate a team like the Florida Panthers or even beat a team like the Florida Panthers. Um, but, you know, they, they have a strong identity. They've really been coming to their identity lately. They've been playing consistent hockey. Obviously, it's been difficult to play consistent hockey with the injuries with all the guys going down to COVID. Um, but diversity does this does a thing with sports teams, hockey teams, where it can kind of make them better. Um, we've seen that in the past, you know, look at the cup run from a few years ago, uh, nothing, nothing kind of, there was, if there was one common theme of that season before, you know, the blues started getting good, it was adversity. Everywhere you looked, it was adversity. Guys going down with injuries, uh, tough losses, goalie underperforming, got a call up some random guy from the AHL named Jordan Bennington. It was adversity everywhere. Um, and this is definitely the toughest adversity the blues have gone through probably since then. Um, they've really, you know, hadn't really changed the roster up a whole lot since that cup run. 
Um, you know, played really well in the regular season just to fall throughout in the playoffs. Hadn't really seen a time in the regular season for the Blues where we were really concerned um, about, you know, them battling through it. And I think we've seen, especially in the two Tampa games, um, even though the second one you didn't have, or the first one you had, Bennington, uh, I think we've really seen a, a Blues team that is willing to respond to adversity this year. Uh, they came out and they came back from the 3-0, um, 3-0 deficit against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, won that game in a shootout, and then dealing with Jordan Bennington, Justin Falk going into COVID protocols. COVID protocols. COVID protocols. That's a good one. Um, going into COVID protocols hours before the game, um, and really coming out and giving a performance to be proud of. Obviously, they didn't get the win in that Tampa game, but they really they got close. You know, it was a tie game with ten minutes left. Um, did a good job of battling back. Didn't really let Tampa dominate the game at any point. Uh, there's no reason to believe that this is going to be something that is going to really, you know, derail the blue season. Um, uh, you know, that being said, they could very easily come out and lose both of these games against the Florida Panthers. Uh, but it's just about battling. It's just about being in these games and showing that if they can hang with a team like the Florida Panthers, while their roster is this depleted, then come playoff time, when you hopefully knock on wood, um, have a full healthy roster, then who knows what this team can do. Uh, given guy, given opportunities for guys like Pavel Buchnevich to step up and play more ice timing, build confidence. A guy like Billy Huso, um, for the first time in his career, really bearing the load of a starting NHL goalie. And so far, he's been up to the task. Um, you know, guys like Brandon Saad, who in the locker room, come into one of the best goal scorers. A guy like Vladimir Tarasenko, who's had a really, really strong season and might be changing his mind in terms of whether or not he wants to get out of here as, as quickly as possible. Um, could JTEP says it perfectly? Could be a jumping te- jumping path for the Conference of the St. Louis Blues. Absolutely, you know if the Blues can come in and not even necessarily win, not even necessarily beat the Florida Panthers, but if they can come in and play confident, consistent hockey against a team as good as the Florida Panthers, given their circumstances, then there's no reason why the Blues can't you know look back at this when, when they have a fully healthy roster. They can look back and say, Hey, remember when we played the Panthers and Lightning? For a week straight, when we had a roster that was in shambles, and we won two out of four, or won two out of four games, or we won even one out of four games, whatever. If they can look back on this stretch of games and say, you know, this is how we performed against some of the best teams in the NHL um, when our roster was, you know, in absolute shambles, then it is absolutely something that they'll be able to look back at and, and just use as a confidence point. Um, you know, if we the whole if we can do we can do anything for the mentality. Um, and, and I think we've seen the Blues step up to the plate in terms of adversity this season. I don't really think we've seen them uh, come into a big game like this and, and struggle. We have obviously seen the St. Louis Blues, you know, struggle in games that they should win against teams like the the um, Arizona Coyotes. I'm probably going to be referencing that game for the rest of the season. But at the same time, we've seen them, you know, stay in games that they have no business being in. They, we've seen them beat teams that they have no business beating. You know, come back from leads that they have no business coming back from. So this team has has that little special something, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't happen every year. We don't have that. You don't have that magic every year of, of, of the team being kind of special. It doesn't obviously necessarily mean they're going to win a Stanley cup. Uh, but it means that, you know, you don't, you can't look at them face value. This is a blues team that you can't really look at face value this year. Um, that's been true on both ends of the spectrum. You know, there've been times when we think that they should be dominating and they've struggled and that's sort of the dang, you can't look at this team. You can't necessarily judge a book by its cover in the sense that they're not always going to be as good as you want them to be. But the flip side of that is, Coming out against the Tampa Bay Lightning two nights ago, um, you know, with the roster as depleted as they did, I fully expected them to get blown out, you know, not look like they belonged in that game. And there they were, 10 minutes left in a tie game. Um, power play still looking dominant, looking like they belong. 
in you know with the Tampa Bay Lightning look like they could hang with them in a seven game series all that stuff so this team continues to prove me wrong um and continues to prove I think a lot of the doubters wrong and I have no reason to believe that they're not going to do that against the Florida Panthers um that being said you know it's going to be tough it's going to be it definitely you know grows um or the fatigue definitely grows during a time like this just not only playing six games in 11 days but you also have all these guys with all the increased ice time it, it's gonna it's gonna take effect on them we'll probably see it you know over these next few weeks we'll we'll see it blues team that looks pretty tired um because that's just the fact of the matter so it, it it might be it might be a little rough rough sailing here uh well the blues sort of deal with this but again it's just about maintaining that identity and playing blues hockey um, if they are able to, you know, can finally look consistent for the first time this season. I was talking about uh, before the first half of game that the Blues hadn't won two games in a row in forever. They did it. Um, could have won three games in a row, especially, you know, with that last game against Tampa. It really feels like they're playing consistent hockey for the first time in a while. Um, haven't seen a poor game out of them in a long time, knock on wood. Um, they've been playing good hockey, plain and simple. So they continue to play good hockey. Um, it's going to be a blessing when those guys come back, when Bennington comes back, when Shen gets fully healthy, when Sunquist gets fully healthy, um, when O'Reilly gets fully healthy, when they can field 12 forwards, all that stuff is just going to be the cherry on top. But as long as the Blues continue to play good hockey, um, I think they're doing the best they can given the cards that they're dealt. Um, and it's tough to evaluate, you know, what to expect from this team right now, given all the injuries and COVID and all that. So going to be a, going to be a big test for the Blues against the Panthers. Um, I'm expecting them to continue to roll, you know, continue to build momentum. Um, whether that means they get two wins or just hang in the games and look like they belong, we'll see. Um, I'm hoping it means two W's. That would be amazing. That would be a huge, huge turning point for the season, but we'll see. Um, and if you want to follow along with me and Tommy, uh, who will be editing this tonight. Hi, Tommy. Uh, you make sure you follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to leave a review. If you're feeling so kind, and if you want to watch on YouTube and join the chat, like JTAP or anyone else, uh, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube at Locked On Blues. Hit that notification bell. That way, whenever we go live with an episode, you get notified. You can join. You can jump in the chat, have your question read live on air, and help me not ramble on for 25 minutes. Give me some extra topics to talk about. I love it so much. It truly means the world when you guys come in and chat with us. Um, makes these episodes so much more fun. Follow us on all of our other socials, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Locked On Blues. You can follow my Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy on Twitter at Twelcher15. Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great weekend. And as always, let's go Blues.